0: Listener production. Hi, I'm Amelia Overhart, and welcome to this extra episode of the briefing. We'll be dropping an additional app into the feed every day at three o'clock to keep you up to date with everything going on in the world right now. New research today has found that endometriosis in Australia is worsening. A report released by the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare found there's been an increase in the diagnosis of endometriosis, progressive, chronic and incurable conditions. The average time between the onset of symptoms and the diagnosis is still six to eight years, with surgical intervention taking even longer than that. Around one in seven, that's 14% of women aged between 44 and 49 is estimated to have endometriosis. That's up from one in nine among the same cohort of women back in 2019. The rate of endometriosis hospitalisations has also doubled amongst females between 20 and 24 in the past decade. Endometriosis is the third leading cause of non-fatal disease among females due to reproductive and maternal conditions. That's after genital prolapse and polycystic ovarian syndrome. Today's report also noted that the total economic burden of endometriosis has been estimated between seven point four and nine point seven billion per year. So, why isn't more being done to help sufferers? Uh, Marie Davenport is the CEO of Endometriosis Australia. Marie, welcome to the briefing. Thank you. Now, can you tell us a little bit about it? What is endometriosis?
1: It is a disease that affects one in seven females and those assigned female at birth, about 14% of girls from as young as eight through their lives, um, post-menopause and post-hysterectomy as well. It's incurable. It's when the tissue similar to that found in the womb or the uterus grows outside, generally in the pelvic region, and it creates havoc for other organs impacts terribly with pain. It can impact, you know, bowel, toileting, painful sex, brain fog, and it also has effects over the months, not just around your period, for many, many women.
0: Is there anything, and if so, what can be done to treat it?
1: The diagnosis has to be made through a laparoscopic Surgical procedure, and it's also through that procedure that the endometriosis cells can be removed. So it's by way of diagnosis and also lifelong treatment, often requiring surgical intervention. So, otherwise, there's just at the moment hormone treatment. So many women have the marina or have to go on you know, the pill or birth control, that's obviously problematic for those who are, are younger, suffering terrible symptoms, and uh, and also from those from called communities and the more conservative communities as well. But it, it, importantly, one in 10 patients are having to self-fund their surgery. We know that two-thirds of those endometriosis-related hospitalizations are taking place in the private hospital system where they're treating 28% of public patients. So it just shows that the lack of access to the public health system for these laparoscopic surgeries is becoming really quite catastrophic. It costs between two and say $8,000 for an operation. The average cost is about $4,000. And we're really concerned that even though a lot of younger Women from 20 to 30, uh, sorry, 20 to 24 have been hospitalised for the condition and are receiving treatment in the past decade. Way too many are taking many years to be diagnosed and suffering for up to around eight years. The average is about six and a half years before diagnosis and that diagnosis obviously leads them to treatment. And
0: when the diagnosis is up to eight years, why does it take so long? And at the same time, when you spoke earlier just about uh, the expense, why is it so expensive and what can the government do to help?
1: So the issue is that unfortunately still many GPs and hospitals, emergency departments, uh, community health aren't aware of the symptoms. So they're not able to refer the patient on for gynecological care in a timely way. There's also that lag in the hospital system. So they're not diagnosed for around six and a half years. It takes a long time to even get in to have the operation to diagnose it, let alone treat the condition. So we need to have a lot more investment in education of those on the on the front line, seeing those with endo. We need to also have a greater awareness among young women in particular, around what the symptoms are, what's normal and what's not, and then importantly for the GPs and the health system not to dismiss these young girls and women and AFAB when they do seek assistance. So we know that from the AIHW report, 71% of endometriosis-related emergency department presentations in 2021 and twenty-two ended with the patient leaving the hospital without being admitted or being referred to another hospital or for help. So it just shows that you know too many women are being dismissed having these symptoms, being told, oh, look, it's just a period, and they're not receiving the help they need. We need greater investment from state governments in laparoscopic surgery procedures in the public system. But also uh, fertility is massively impacted. We know around 50% of those one in seven females is struggling with fertility and 30% of all IVF patients have endometriosis. So we know how expensive that is to access IVF. We really need to ensure that there's subsidisation available for those with endometriosis to help them on their fertility journey. But also, the, the sooner we get a diagnosis, the more likely they are to receive the treatment they need to conceive naturally as well.
0: And just a, f- a final question, if I can quickly, with the data that has come out today, do you think that there's more women with endometriosis or that medical practitioners are now realising there is a bigger picture that's bigger than just period pain?
1: I think it's a bit of both. It's greater awareness. And we know that um you know as i said the rate of hospitalization for those aged 20 to 24 has doubled in the past decade because they're more aware and they're less likely to just sort of be told to put up with it but um there's also greater awareness among medical practitioners which is really important the national action plan on endometriosis is 5 years in that's been absolutely crucial in raising awareness and um investment in endometriosis uh, through the health system, through subsidisation of MRIs, for example, through the establishment of these 22 endometriosis and pelvic pain clinics. But you can't have one of them on every street corner. They're only just starting to gear up and they're already overwhelmed with people wanting appointments as well. So I would like to see greater investment in and attention given to education of GPs, of school nurses in particular, of emergency department staff and triage nurses, and also the community health centres in general, so that symptoms are identified quickly. We have less delay in diagnosis. We can get onto the treatment and the management of these awful, awful symptoms and start to address the inequity in the economic outcomes for these women One in seven, you know, is a lot, but you've also got a very high proportion, about 70% that have to take time off to manage their symptoms. We know that one in six people with endometriosis will lose their job due to managing the disease. One in three will be overlooked for a promotion. So we've got an Endo Aware Workplace Accreditation Program so that we can ensure that those in the workplace with endometriosis, have the understanding and support they need from their employer, be less likely to become a victim of of their disease, unemployed, underemployed or in the casualised workforce. And of course, all of that impacts their ability to afford private health insurance, to pay the $30,000 on average to manage their disease and to be able to afford the things that we know help, like yoga and Pilates and um, acupuncture and so on.
0: That all sounds like it makes a lot of sense and you guys are bringing a lot of awareness to it, which is amazing. Thanks so much for your time, Marie. Thank you. According to Western Sydney University's research on behalf of Endometriosis Australia, one in six people with endo will lose their employment due to managing the disease. One in three will be overlooked for a promotion and 70% have had to take unpaid time off work to manage their symptoms. Clearly, something needs to happen That's all we have time for today. I'm Amelia Oberhart. Tom and the team will be back tomorrow morning from 6.